Welcome back. You're listening to This Week with Carol Coleman and Justin McCarthy. In less than an hour's time, the opening ceremony of the most controversial World Cup in decades will get underway. A Winter World Cup hosted by Qatar, a country which has faced questions and criticisms over the deaths of migrant workers, the treatment of the LGBT community and over the suppression of women's rights and freedom of expression. At a bizarre press conference yesterday, FIFA's Gianni Infantino accused Qatar's critics of hypocrisy. I think for what we Europeans have been doing in the last 3,000 years around the world, we should be apologising for the next 3,000 years before starting to give moral lessons to people. And at the end of that press conference, FIFA's Director of Media Relations, Brian Swanson, the former Sky Sports reporter, challenged concerns about the treatment of gay football fans and came out as gay himself before the assembled media. I've seen a lot of criticism of Gianni Infantino since I've joined FIFA, in particular from the LGBTQI community. I am sitting here in a privileged position on a global stage as a gay man here in Qatar. We care at FIFA about everyone. We are an inclusive organisation. I have a number of gay colleagues. So sitting here, I'm fully aware of the debate and I fully respect everyone's right and everyone's opinions to think differently. I get it. But I also know what we stand for. And when he says that we are inclusive, he means it. That was FIFA's Director of Media Relations, Brian Swanson. Let's talk now to RTE soccer correspondent, Tony O'Donoghue, who is uh, live from Doha this afternoon. Tony, uh, that was a very strange press conference yesterday, wasn't it? I suppose underlines uh, how controversial this World Cup has been uh, even before it's begun. It was a very strange press conference. You're absolutely right. It was um, it was tone deaf. I mean, uh, Gianni Infantino came off as a you know a latter day um, set Blatter, to be honest with you, and he's been at it again this morning. He was uh, on stage here in Doha at the opening of the fan park in front of forty thousand people, uh, and he was like a rock star in the way he was acting, saying we're all going to create history and getting the crowd going. The the world is united in Doha, he said for for this World Cup. And well, I'm not quite sure that the world is united. Certainly, I mean, the world has arrived here in Doha and, you know, all the nations taking part and many others are here to celebrate football. But all the other issues uh, have been, I suppose, um, casting a shadow over in the first place how this tournament even was awarded to uh, Qatar all the way back to 2010 uh, and all the suggestions of corruption around that. And since then, what the country has had to go through in order to build these remarkable stadiums in such a small sp- space, in such a small uh, place of land. I mean, it's, it's no bigger than Munster, really. And they've got eight extraordinary stadiums. Um, it, it really is incredible to think that even at the end of this, how they're all going to be used. And one is uh, environmentally friendly, we're told, and that it's made from containers, shipping containers, and it will be, it will be dismantled and, and uh, put up somewhere else in the world. Uh, but as for the rest of them, in such a, a small place like Qatar, I wonder what's, what we're going to see of them in the future. You've been at many World Cups, Tony. Um, what's it like there in, in Doha? Does it feel different? It does feel different. And one of the reasons I guess it, it feels different 
is because, you know, the people here are, I, I, I guess, shy. Um, they want to be included and they feel they're excluded. I mean, one person said to me just the, the other day, we are now want to be part of the narrative, the world narrative. Local people here are a little bit concerned, I think, at, at, at how the, the Western media, if you like, is, is, is reporting on this, because the, the transformation, many of the Irish people that work here that I met, the transformation in the last four, five, six years is absolutely extraordinary. Now, today will tell whether the new metro system is going to work. Today will tell whether all the new roads to carry all this new traffic is going to work. But it's brand new, it's, it's sparkling. Uh, it feels new, but it kind of feels a bit fake as well. Mm. The opening ceremony now takes place this afternoon and then the, the first match of the World Cup. What can we expect uh, to see today, Tony? Well, today should be uh, an interesting indication of if Qatar themselves are any good. You know, there's a, it happened to South Africa when they hosted. Qatar desperately want to get out of their group against a very good Ecuador side. Uh, the stadiums will be pristine. You know, there's no question about that. They're air conditioned. Uh, they've, they've been growing extra grass and other pitches away from the, the main stadium. It'll look great. Uh, I believe because it is coming in the Northern Hemisphere winter, the players will be in a better shape physically from a technical point of view the football will be good um, but you know around all that these issues have to continue to be raised uh, human rights groups like Amnesty International uh, Human Rights Watch have called for a compensation fund for the families of the migrant workers who, who lost their lives in the building of of these follies if you like these incredible stadiums FIFA Infantino or the the ruling party the Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy uh, here in Doha haven't responded to that as yet. And that was our soccer correspondent, Tony O'Donoghue, speaking to me a short time ago from Doha.